Hi, James. Thanks for taking some time from your very busy day over at Beckley Farm Lodge to sit and talk with us about music and seniors. Today, we also have a very special guest in the studio, and his name is George. And George has a front row seat because, in fact, he is one of the residents at Beckley Farm Lodge. He's a music lover, I assume. Welcome, George. Yes. Nice to have you here. And before I start asking a lot of questions, George, I'd just like to ask how old you are, please. 89. 89, so you are definitely qualified as a senior citizen. James, I'd like you to please tell us a little bit about yourself and the path that took you to becoming the activity coordinator at Beckley Farm Lodge. My name is James Gonzalez. I am the program leader of Beckley Farm Lodge. Our mother organization is Broadmead Care. I've been the program leader and activity worker for about a year and a half now. Beckley's based in James Bay. 64 residents actually live there and about 20 to 25 community members come and visit us on a daily basis. Part of my job is to run an exercise and lunch program in the nearby New Horizons. That's what I do. I know that because I happen to live across the street and we've met. That's right. So this is a real coincidence that I'm, I'm actually really meeting James, who I've seen as working over across the street, but now I know what he does. I never knew what he did, so this is great. Describe the music program that you've developed for the residents at Beckley Farm Lodge. One of the things that I've always believed when it comes to the seniors, to be more specific, like people with dementia and Alzheimer's, was music. So when I came on board, I asked my, my boss, Lorraine G, if it's okay that I played my guitar. She did allow me, so I played the guitar going around the different uh, hallways to introduce myself to the residents, and they've welcomed me quite awesomely. From there, I asked Lorraine if we could incorporate the music in our morning program. So our morning program usually starts with coffee and tea to warm up the residents. And then we call it three M's. M's that uh, represent music, motion, and mind. So it's a holistic approach. So music being the warm-up, the residents get to express, we vocalize, uh, express their feelings for the day. Each day is different from another. And then we proceed with motion, which is physical exercise, mobility. And lastly is mind, where we do trivia, which is outstanding because they're really quite good at it. But yeah, we start off with our days with music. Must be a lot of interactions. George, do you get to know your fellow neighbors in Beckley Farm Lodge better because of this? Oh my, yes. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to sing with the others and to be with the others and sing. We get to know each other. Are you a musician yourself? No, I'm not a musician. I, I love music and I sing after a fashion. I find it most enjoyable to um, get together. We sort of togetherness, very emotionally satisfying. And that's what music's all about, because yes, it, it's yeah. just uh, singing together is just a joy, yeah. isn't it? I know my mother-in-law's in a, a senior's home. She's not a okay. I hope she's not listening. She's not a terrific singer, but she loves singing, and it brings out this incredible joy, as James would know from listening and yeah. participating with you and leading. I guess you lead the, the orchestra. <laughs> I don't know. No. Yes. What do you call your audience? Or how do you, uh, when, oh, you're, when you're, you're, the, you're the leader, right? Yes, uh, residents. Like my job is really just to cue, right? All the songs were songs that I learned through them. 
we have to remember that this is not music that I grew up with, right? Maybe some, because my parents were always the best, like best dancers. They were big fans of the Beatles and Elvis Presley, so maybe those songs. But the others, the other genre, which is like big band, swing, post-war music, those I had to learn from the residents. And lucky me, like I'm not a guitar god, but the songs are really catchy and poppy. And so I just learned them. Once I sing the first part, they finish the song. Yeah, so I just cue them pretty much. And, and you said like big band era songs. And what about, um, there's lots of people would like say country music or jazz music or folk music. Do the residents get a chance to express what kind of music they want to sing? Yes, we do it expressively, but James chooses the songs. These are songs that we probably sang when we were in our teens, probably in, in Boy Scouts or Girl Guides or at school someplace that we remember, and it brings back memories, and so we sing with enthusiasm. James, his enthusiasm and energy assists us a great deal. James is a very ha- happy, demure, very, very pleasant. Do you ever perform in front of a group, or is it just this one group that sings at a certain time? Do you ever perform for families or anything like that, or at Beckley Farm as a group, or is it just doing it for the joy of singing? Last summer, we did the talent show, which was a very, very successful one. Uh, some of the family members came, were in COVID times. Yes. So there were uh, strict measurements that was done to make that event happen. And we kind of strategized, so we were thinking... Uh, some of the residents might get nervous performing live, right, with their songs because it was a it was a showcase time, right. So what we did was uh, we had the iPads recorded them in their rooms. Again, all I did was really backup music, like me and the team. I just got lucky that the activity team were supportive. Uh, some of the teammates are musicians themselves. We recorded them using the iPad, and then we kind of stitched all the videos. So some of them performed live and some of them performed on the big screen with the pre-recorded. In my lifetime, running programs with the seniors, that has been definitely one of my top favorites, like that talent show. We're doing that again this coming Wednesday when we do our Beckley Backyard Bash. So we recorded a few songs for your program, Chris, and also for, for that event. Yeah, so there's always some fun stuff like happening in Beckley. Right, George? Yes, very much. I'd like to t- tell a little story and the effect that music had. Uh, last weekend, some of us went for a sightseeing tour in the van, and we uh, went to s- sort of Fisherman's Wharf and did the route around Dallas Road and ended up on the top of the parking on the top of Mount Tomei. And one of the residents got up and, and walked to the front of the bus and stood by the door of the front of the bus. He wouldn't move. We wanted to move, move the bus. Everybody has to be seated, of course, but he wouldn't sit down, wouldn't sit down. And this went on for quite a while. He, he, he chanted his own, in his own language and very loud. And it was just quite, getting quite desperate. They even called a member of his family to see if they could persuade him to sit down. That didn't help. But after the member of the family had just had left, somebody in the back of the bus, I don't know who, started singing Daisy. And we all joined in and sang Daisy, including the resistant resident. That moment he got up and moved to his, back to his chair with the gentle assistance of James and Casey. It's the magic effect of music. It really is magic. It's like another language, isn't it? Yes, yes. That's a, thanks to one of the songs that James taught us, we got moving. <laughs>
For a while, I was worried that you'd say you'd be on the Beckley bus and you'd be, someone got up and started singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall and you'd be doing that all the way home, <laughs> driving James crazy on the bus or something. We, we haven't got to that level of music yet. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure, I'm we're, sure we're, you've surpassed we're, it. We're not singing rock rugby songs. <laughs> yeah, but what, what George shared la- last weekend, yeah, that was a true story. And, you know, like being an activity worker, it's not always easy. It's not always because we all like we all have our moods. We all have our confusion. But, yeah, during that time, we took seven residents out for a bus ride field trip. You know, the weather was nice. But you have to remember, again, some of the residents, they get confused with these things. Right. So one resident got confused and he wanted to get off the bus. And there was a language barrier, so we were trying to explain to him. We've used technology to our advantage as well. There's Google Translate that spoke to him. Still, he wouldn't. A family member came. Still, he wouldn't. An hour after, one of the residents tapped me from my shoulder, and she says, like, why don't we sing Bicycle Built for Two, uh, Daisy Bell? So then, again, I just cued. We all sang in perfect harmony. The resident looked at us. Just looking at his face, like, I knew, like, a magical moment was happening. So he eased up. I got close to him, held my hand. He sat down with me, buckled up. The other activity workers started driving. We got safely home. The whole way back, he was singing in his language while the, everyone else were singing <laughs> different songs as if it was, as if we were in Beckley Farm doing our music program. Obviously, James is in charge here of making sure everybody's okay and, and uh, having a good time. Uh, what do you like best about James's leadership when it comes to music? When it comes to music, James is, is first of all, he, he's always a happy spirit, and he exudes energy and, and enthusiasm. And we, we, we all relate to him very well. When he, when he comes into the room and so on, he, he does a little dance and promote around and gets us all together. He's a very, very talented young man. Has um, he inspired you to listen to any kind of new music that you maybe wouldn't have, or other people too, in the group? Oh, oh, oh yes, oh, yes. 
James, do you ever bring any modern music to the group that, to introduce them to things like, I don't know what you listen to actually, but modern things like, you know, even hip hop or something like that. Do you do that? Yes, I do. Uh, and reaction? Uh, pop music is my pop. main genre, I would say, right? Their songs, like the big band songs, the, the post-era songs, I twist it into more poppy, more like my style, right? I can't play it the way it was originally written. Like, I'm not, I'm not skilled like that. However, once I figure out the chord progression, I do upstrokes and downstrokes, which I think makes it more special because then it's the Beckley style of playing and singing the song. There was a song that I wrote inspired by George's life. You know, like, yeah, like I, I wouldn't say it's classical. I wouldn't say it's any of the other genres. It's pop, but now George sings it. In New Horizons, the community that I go to two days a week, I've taught them how to dance, bust out some uh, hip-hop moves, right? And, and they do love it. I just say like, okay, this is how it's done. You do forward, forward, back, and back, forward, forward, back, and back. And before you know it, everyone's doing it. We do that in Beckley. It's a little bit different because some residents are in their wheelchairs. All the activities that we do in Beckley, it's always a sit-down, whether it's sports, music, trivia. We practice safety first, so it's always a sit-down program. Yeah, like music <laughs> has no limitations with them. No. Uh, the, the style, the genre, they still do it. I'm going to ask you later on some more serious questions about people making music that have been disabled with illnesses and things. But before I, I get to that, I'd just like to ask you about have you noticed anything like people that okay you have people that are extroverts and introverts you have shy people and i'm sure there are shy people that come to your singing group have you ever seen shy people blossom where normally they're really quiet or and then they're when music changes them or anything like that perfect example right there when george first moved to beckley farm lodge he was that kind of person like he stayed in his room. He did all his paper projects. Uh, he was managing so many things. It's hit or miss, right? Like, yeah, you, we invite them. We try to encourage them to go out of the room because we have activity rooms. We want them to be spending time and socialize with their friends. Yeah, through music, people come out of their rooms. People come out of their shells and become pop stars. So George, I think, is a better person to explain how that happens from being more private person. Yeah, tell us, George. Well, well, I was a very private person when I first went to enter Bexley Farm Lodge. I had a lot of things that I wanted to do myself, which I managed to do. And then James and others enticed me to take part in part of the programs, which I did. To my pleasant surprise, I enjoyed, and especially the music. And especially with James, his, his emotion and energy, and always happy. It was, it was a real, real uplift. You have this music program scheduled. In your off time, when you're not doing the music, do you sing yourself in the privacy of your room, or do you practice? Or I, I, I sing to myself without making any sound. Okay, so you keep it in your head. Oh, oh yeah, it's all. Oh yeah, sounds better that way, yeah, right? Oh yes, yeah, sounds much better. <laughs> for me, I'm speaking for myself. I don't know about you. No, exactly. James, when interacting with a group, have you ever had any big surprises? Maybe discovered like an extraordinary singing voice, or someone adding something super creative to the piece you're singing, 
or the event you were having? Many, many times. So Beckley, we have um, two floors. I'm mostly on the second floor running two programs. But when I'm downstairs, I spend a lot of time like playing music there too. If I can just add, I got lucky because Beckley has two pianos, one on each floor. You can't find a community like that. That's uncommon. And the pianos that we have are finely tuned and they're quite fancy. So lucky me. Okay. I'm not a piano player, but when I play it, it sounds really grand. So I kind of cheated that way. So you know how it is when you're playing piano. You can't really face uh, the residents. So one time I was singing, and then back, like, one side of the room, like, I heard, like, harmonies. And then the other side of the room, harmonies. Like, it becomes, it becomes, the song becomes super produced, even though it's not produced. Like, it comes organic and raw. They're, they're classically trained. I know that for a fact. And then I spent time with them, like doing one-on-ones. I found out that one of my residents used to be the drummer for Grand Fork City Band. She even told us a story. Um, and I'll just share with you guys a story. So she, she says like one time, so there was a band, there was a, a community band. The drummer got sick, so she had to fill in. She played the drums, went on tour, and everyone made the comment that she was actually better than the... <laughs> than the real drummer who got sick. Through the music program, like I learned about all these things. Classically trained, opera singers, the pop songs with layers and layers of their voices becomes spectacular music. I really just start, I cue. The icing on the cake, the masterpiece really comes from the residents and I'm, and I'm happy, like I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be part of the, the Beckley community. I have a question for both of you, uh, both George and James. I'll start with George. How does music differ from something like craft work, artwork, watercolor painting, or those kind of creative things? Is it on the same level, or is it more important to you? Uh, it'd be more important to me because I'm not just working on my own. I'm working with others. There's sort of a good feeling about it all. Is it, does it feel richer in, or well, something? It feels quite different to, to be doing things together. Okay, so the, the group activity is group important activity, to you. yes. Okay, yes. and how about for you, James? Uh, what's the difference that you feel between those sort of tactile things and uh, the music singing? Yes, so I mentioned earlier that the programming, it's quite diverse. Music is just one. We have so much programs that we offer in Beckley, in Broadmead. Uh, we do gardening, we do arts and crafts, we do sports, we do outings. Just a few to mention, right? I've noticed with music, because um, the residents, there's 64 residents in the building. Some are still cognitive. Some are less cognitive. Different levels of dementia. Limitations in their physical capacity, right? Music is such a, it's such a savior, even with the more challenged residents, right? They're tired. They're confused. They have their moods, they're in pain. So they're sitting in their wheelchairs, sitting in a corner, tired. But when, when I approach them, when my team approaches them with either the ukulele or the guitar or just like humming or stomping their feet, right? Something magical happens, you know? You may not hear them singing, but you see their mouths open. You look at their fingers, they're tapping on the, on the table 
you see their feet they're marching there is something going on in there right i've done a few research you know like uh i can't quote my mentors but yeah they they, they said that uh, six months in a mother's womb the baby would already recognize the mother's voice and for the baby that's already music right so they said that when babies cry it's actually in tune it's actually in the key of the mom's voice when someone suffers from dementia music is the last one to go they may forget their partner's name they may forget their name they may forget a lot of things but when it comes to music they are back to being teenagers when Bing Crosby was playing when Frank Sinatra like all these popular singers music becomes a multi-level universal it covers all the spectrum again the magic that's really nice to hear too and you've covered it from baby right up to a very old age you know and uh, you did mention um, dementia how you see people moving their feet and stuff like that in your experience is it hard to bring people out that have dementia or say something disabilitating like a a stroke where they're they're really limited in communicating their feelings can you actually draw them out by talking to them singing to them playing your ukulele noticeably and do you know what i mean yes okay it's not always it's not always a sit down program we we do we do spend time with the residents uh, on a one on one basis right so i go to their rooms the team the whole team you know we go to their rooms to get to know the residents more because not everyone goes to the big activity room so when we're there when we sing when we talk to them you see the smiles on their faces so they may not be able to clap stomp but you see their smiles you see their hips sway side to side and if i can just add another thing with music that we bring in beckley is it's not only for the residents it's also for the staff it brings out the it boosts the morale of everybody again i i did mention the spectrum i think i should add to that spectrum the spectrum where what about the care aides the workers that actually live there uh that actually work there right when you're playing music you see them you see them they even sing along with us again these are not songs that they grew up with but because it's been played because they're catchy because we've converted the songs into a poppy version now they dance to it you know it gives a break to everyone you know i never miss a chance to showcase them once i see them at the corner of my eye i encourage them to come and join the group while we're singing they're dancing they may not know the lyrics we don't need to know the lyrics they just yeah they just enjoy it That's interesting too because it tells me that it's not just a fixed program that you start at 2 o'clock and you go till 3 o'clock it's more loose you it's more communal very much so communal it's not a set hour each day or in that nature it's all day long and and George have you got to know some of the staff even better like singing and dancing oh yes well yeah. means all the staff take part of the music too there's a program that James is involved in one member of the staff is taking it we always sing okay good and and another question that you just made me think is uh, what about family members that are coming to visit you or the other residents do they get involved with the uh, singing and dancing if it's if they're nearby i have two two daughters that visit fairly regularly but they, they 
they would like to be involved. I don't think we are. Maybe they're shy like you were, and they need to be. Well, no, not these girls. <laughs> they're no longer girls. They're now in their 60s. <laughs> That's nice. Talking about the families, right, when they do come and visit, because they're only there for, you know, half an hour to about an hour, we try to spend some time with them. Ukulele and the guitar is always the easiest, right? So when we see them, team, Hannah plays the ukulele, Lainey plays the guitar, we all can clap our hands or stomp our feet, Claire plays violin. We spend some time with the families, and the, fam- the, the, the sons, the daughters would say, the last time I heard my mom sing that was probably like 40, 50, 60 years ago. And here, you know, she's singing it like word per word as if it was back in the days. I get goosebumps when, you know, when these things happen. I just remembered too, uh, with one of your questions earlier, besides finding out that I do have opera singers, church singers, recording artists as my audience, as my residents when we do the music program, there's a few residents too that can play instruments. So um, one, of our, one of our partner communities, Nigel House, donated 10 or maybe 12 ukuleles that are up on display in our activity room. We've ran a few ukulele programs with them. Once you hand them the ukulele, I would know which one of them had played the ukulele. Because the first chord, the first stroke that they would play in the ukulele is the key of C, which is the easiest key in the ukulele. And then from there, they would expound their story. I have a female resident who would say that, yeah, like she would remember her mom went to Hawaii. When she came back, gifted her a ukulele so she learned it on her own and this was this was when when she was probably nine years old right so this is decades later multiple decades Mm -hmm. later she still remembers the same chord so that's one because the piano right it's it's kind of stable it stays in the activity room when i discovered that we had two or three residents who knew how to play piano we're talking about like real piano players like trained they're not winging it they're really good right so my boss invested in, uh, in a portable organ that can be brought to their rooms. So now we drop off the, the instrument. If they're shy to perform in the activity room in front of everybody, they start playing like in, in their own rooms. That's so considerate. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's the Beckley style. In Beckley, we try to, to make the community as home-like as, as possible. How they were before is how we are doing it for them now. Our slogan goes, where life, love, and living matters. That's exactly how, how we do it. You know, we don't change things. You know, the diets, their favorite food is still being offered by the kitchen. Their rooms are, are plastered uh, with posters, with their paintings. It's really personal. It's how, it's how they want to live. It sounds to me like if you walk down the halls and poked into all the rooms, it would be like a neighborhood. Yes. With yes. Everybody has a different house. Oh, yes, yes. George, you can, yeah, you can describe to them, like, how your room is. Like, I'm yeah. sure. Well, well, my room, it has um, three, three paintings that my wife had done and a painting that one daughter had done. And it has numerous pictures of um, the, when we used to, as a family, ski. There's a, each of us skiing on this. This is a Kelowna, big, big white. And pictures of uh, the family having dinner at Moxie's restaurant. You can see the fish pond in the background. Oh, that's nice. 
What about your computer? What about well, your... Always have a computer, which I just snuck into Baker Manor, I think. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask permission. <laughs> ask forgiveness later, right? Yeah. Nobody said, nobody's objected. Okay, good, good. <laughs> but uh, I, I value it a lot. I have to learn songs for for the residents, right? The approach is always client-centered, you know, person-centered. Right? I do sometimes like play uh, poppy songs, like people like songs from you know uh, Eric Clapton, you know, or even punk songs that I convert into pop because that's another genre that I like. Uh, this is a James remix. Yeah, yeah, always a remix. Yeah, that way Berlin get, remix. Yeah, yeah, that way I can get away with it. Right, right. right. Yeah, so one day I told them, okay, there's a new song that I heard that you guys were singing. And so finally I strummed, oh, this is the song that they were singing. So I learned it. It was three chords, which is my limit to any song, okay? Home on the Range. So from there, from the music program, it now switched into trivia and personal sharing. So they were saying that um, Home on the Range... The, the place that we're, they were referring to in Home in the Range is actually in Oklahoma. I haven't done my further research, but yeah, but they just started sharing stories. And one of my residents shared that his grandparents traveled on a caravan singing that song, and that brought him memories because the grandfather or the grandmother told him that story. So these are stories from the 1800s. When, when you say caravan, you mean like a wagon train? Wagon. The wagon yeah. train. The yeah. wagon, like cross, cross, yeah. Yeah. cross country. Being a program leader, being the activity worker, it's a balance. It's a balanced relationship, right? It's an open communi- uh, It's our open relationship with the with the residents, because I learn from them. I've never met anyone whose family traveled in a wagon. I see it in movies, and here it is because of that song song that I learned from them, now it's going back to their story. So there is always a reason why these, sing- why these songs come up. Again, I IQ, 
and then it opens doors. So right? this this is always interesting for me because you know originally I would think that James is leading the the group and you're learning from it, but yeah. it's actually mutual. James learns from you and and other people two, I assume too. Two the staff. Ways, and, it's, yeah. yeah, it's always two way. As a group at Beckley Farm Lodge, and this goes to both of you, I'll start with George. As a group at Beckley Farm Lodge, is there one favorite song that you all sing along together? And if so, uh, if there is one, does it have any special meaning? One, one song we, we, see, we seem to sing fairly frequently is, is Daisy. Daisy. That's the one on the bus that, that helped the fella... Um, yes, free himself. It seems to be a favorite one. Okay. But there, there, are, there are others. There, somewhere over the rainbow. Nice and I've been working on the railway. Yes, yeah. those are the old uh, traditional songs. Oh yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, you're the Saint Saints are marching in. Yeah, also <laughs> gospelish. James is very good. If he doesn't have a piano in hand, or guitar or whatever, he, he can do it with the play the bugle with his mouth. <laughs> That's a good very, improvising. Very <laughs> I've, yes. heard, I've heard of people using cardboard boxes for drums, and why not? He, he, he compares to, a, his, he does this as well as a friend I have who play, plays bugle professionally. Thank you, George. Kind words. I was born in the Philippines. My parents had seven kids. I was a six of seven. We didn't really have much. My parents was like, create it, just play it. Just, just do anything that you want, right? So I think that's how I, I was able to learn all these instruments. When I see a bucket, a bucket is a drum kit. I've always wanted to learn how to play the trumpet, but someone had told me it would be so difficult, like with my age, because I can't form my lips to that specific, you know, blowing technique that they do. Uh, so what does James do? I force myself to play the trumpet. So now I can kind of emulate the sound of the trumpet. There's this time of the day, it's George's favorite, it's called happy hour. <laughs> so when we gather the troops, yeah, I use uh, when the saints go marching in. And uh, there's a cue that I use for them and I use the trumpet sound that I, that I do. Before you know it, like, everyone's coming out of their rooms and we truly march from their rooms all the way to the activity room. Excellent. So, so it, it works. CFUV welcomes local and touring musicians into our studios. Every Friday. Every Friday. On Basement Closet Sessions. Want to hear the raw cut? We have archived our live performances on our Bandcamp page. At cfuv.bandcamp.com. Hear bands you love. Artists you never heard of. Artists you never heard of. And your next musical crush. Visit cfuv.ca for more info. This is Aldo inviting you to join me for an afternoon at the opera. The best of opera from the past and the present. Great voices and legendary performances, along with brand new recordings, every Tuesday at 1 p.m.
James, I was just wondering, did you start directly at Beckley Farm Lodge or were you working in other seniors' residence before coming here? I've been connected with the social services field for the past 12 years. Uh, I moved to Victoria and shortly after I saw this job ad for uh, Broadmead. I applied for the one in Veterans Memorial Lodge, which was only 10 minutes away from my previous home in Gordon Head. And then uh, my manager, Carson, had mentioned, Oh, James, there's another community, same position. They're called Beckley Farm Lodge, smaller population. And I think you'd be a better match with that community. And my manager, Carson, was actually from Beckley Farm Lodge. That's where he got his training. But now he's in the corporate level and now he's in veterans. So that kind of made me think. Beckley Farm Lodge, James Bay, half an hour. Veterans, 10 minutes. And then, of course, pondered upon it. Ding! Choose Beckley. One of the best, best, best decisions that I've ever made in my life. Because in Beckley, there's, it's, because it's a smaller community, I really get to know each and every resident. Programming is much more easy. Uh, the team, as small as we are, very solid, very supportive to each other. So since then, it's been a year and a half now, and I'm looking forward to serving the same community for more and more years. That's nice for me to hear because, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I live across the street. It was a coincidence for me that to meet James this way, but I, I have met a lot of the residents at Beckley Farm. I know exactly what you're talking about, that warm feeling. I've met a lot of the staff, too. And it's always just saying hi on the street, and then you talk a little bit more, kind of like you. I Yes, you, I are, <laughs> you are our neighbor with the red helmet. That's him. That's my bike helmet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned to me earlier on in, before this interview, you mentioned to me that there's a special song that was written by, is it George who wrote the song, or you two mm. together? Okay. Uh, can you explain? You know what I'm talking about. Yes. There is a, a song that is special in both your hearts, and tell us about it, please. I write songs. I think that's more my favorite rather than um, covering or copying other people's songs. One time, we just came from either paddleboarding or hiking with my fiancé, Shannon, and I don't have a piano. I don't have a keyboard at home. Most of the songs that I write, 99% is using the guitar. I have this tiny toy. It's really, really tiny. So she was making dinner. We were both tired. I was just pressing keys, pressing keys. And then, ping, again. Shannon, there's this tune that I'm hearing in my head. And she goes, grab your pen and paper, start writing, do it. I'm kind of lazy like that. So anyways, like I listened to her. And then, yeah, I started writing. English is a second language of mine. Filipino would always be the first. So the way I process words, the way I process my emotions is Filipino converted to English. So there's some words that I can't think of, although the concept was already there. So Shannon was able to help me finish the lyrics. I think in five minutes, we got the song done. The best songs in the world, that's how it's written. The song was inspired by the true love story of George and Kathleen. Rest in peace, Kathleen. They've raised the bar for me. 
George lives on the second floor. Kathleen lives on the se- on the first floor, and me and Shannon wrote a song together, uh, inspired by their love story. I think George can explain it better than I do. Yeah, yes, uh, my wife was on the first floor, and I was on the second. But we had our meals together. I w- I went to the first floor for our meals, so we had the, sat at the same table, just the two of us. It was very very pleasant, and I um, usually uh, took Kathleen back to her room. From my wheelchair, I could push her wheelchair, and we managed. And she um, had a, a, a nasty fall. This is be last in May, and she, she broke a hip, very severe pain. The medications they gave her didn't help very much, so she's in very severe pain for about a week or so before she uh, succumbed and passed away. We, in our wills and so on, we, we expressed we wanted to be cremated. She was cremated. Our daughters, Alice, Alice and Karen, took her ashes to Maple Bay. Kathleen had grown up there. Her father was it was a tea planter in, in India. He designed and had built a sailboat of some dimension in which he went to England, but it didn't touch water till it went into the Thames. It went by a freighter to England. He, he met... Reverend Antley, I think the name is Antley, in England, who was previously a missionary on the West Coast from and had a home on Maple Bay, at Maple Bay. Reverend Antley expressed his desire to have a sailboat, so they traded the sailboat for his home on Maple Bay. That's where they lived. It was unique. They lived just across the bay, so to get to Duncan, or they had to go by boat, so to go by school and so on. They had to row, row to shore and catch the bus. It was a very pleasant time at Maple Bay. Father passed away and it was left to um, their older brother, Ian, to, um, and the war came along and Ian joined up. He went to Royal Roads and this, this left them without um, many help. So they left, left Maple Bay and moved to Victoria. Kathleen went to school at Margaret Jenkins but it wasn't long before a boy asked her to a party, and it wasn't me. <laughs> and her mother thought, oh, or her, probably it wasn't her mother so much as her aunt, Auntie B, who's a quite dominant person, decided that she should go to a private school, so they sent her to St. Anne's Academy, keep her away from the men. So that's where she went to school. One of the sisters encouraged her to take up painting because she's a lot of talent for painting, which she did. And she went to Vancouver School of Art for a year. Great tennis player, too. We, we met at the tennis club, the Oak Bay Tennis Club, and she, she had two daughters at that time. She was divorced. Became my stepdaughters, lo- 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 lovely children. And we married... Lived in Squamish and Rockheights Avenue for a few years. And then Kathleen went, thought she'd go back to university and, and study uh, the history of art. And she was cycling all the way from Squamish to the university. I thought, this is a bit much. We can get closer to the university than this. So we purchased a home closer to the university, which we could walk to. I retired, and I saw that my brother was... He's five years older than I. He, he was a great do-it-yourself person, but he was losing his, his ability because his, his arthritis, his hands, and things like this. I thought, well, I'm going to probably go that way sometime too, soon too. 
I said to Kathy, Let's, what, what about moving to a, an apartment? And we, we always talk things over, over any big things, even small things. At that time, I'd, I wanted three or four to look for things to do. We had a, did a tour of a government house, and, and they wanted gardeners in government house. So I joined that, and, and particularly the computer end of it. Kathleen joined the gardens too, and we moved to um, a, like an apartment fairly close to the gardens, and we lived, lived happily there for about 10 years. And then Kathleen had another tumble, and she um, was in the Jubilee Hospital for a while. So we had to move her from there to um, a long-term care. Karen had some experience, our, one of her daughters, in places to go, and she said Beckley Manor Lodge was, was a good place, Beckley Farm Lodge. The care was very, very, very good. And after, after about a year, it was just decided that I had better have assisted living. I thought I was doing very well, but uh, the professional people decided that I should have a, you know, assisted living. So we applied for Beckley Farm Lodge, and I got a room there. So that's how we got to Beckley Farm Lodge together, different rooms, different floors. Last May, she had another tumble, fractured her hip, and very severe pain, and she couldn't, they couldn't relieve with medications. And she finally she succumbed and passed away. And um, in her wills, we had we both wanted to be cremated, so she was cremated by, by the memorial, first memorial. And and Alice and and Karen took the ashes to Maple Bay. Being being confined to a wheelchair, I couldn't go with them. It was, it was a great, very difficult situation. So I went to, um, they went by canoe across to a place at Maple Bay called Paddy's Rock. And they got out of the canoe and, and distributed the ashes into the water at Paddy's Milestone. You weren't there, but you were there in spirit. Yeah, in course, spirit I was, yeah. yes. Um, Did they take... Um, Film of it or anything for you or anything like that yeah, or yeah. photographs? No, yeah, I think we have yes, yes. Yeah, and is this what inspired the song for for you? And w- when we were at um, Beckley Farm Lodge together, we had our meals together, and we spent as much time as we could together. Of course, and I think this it was quite noticeable by the members of Beckley Farm Lodge, including James. <laughs> uh, and when Kathleen passed away, James very kindly wrote a song dedicated to me. And he wrote the song and the music to it. We're going to play that music right now. Thank you very much for sharing that story with us, George. My, my pleasure, very much my pleasure. Yeah, and, and my condolences for you and your family too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Chris. I see you from across the room Blissful mood and time stood still You owned my heart from the very start You let love rule till death us part Will you stay? 
feel okay? Will I see your face? Hug you back someday? It is you. I seek for you across the room, but all there is is an empty chair. I sing to you with my weary soul, like when the sun fades to the dark. Will you stay for a day? Make me memories that fill my soul nothing can compare to what we've you back someday it is you I am yearning for it is true you are my one it is true James, with this song that commemorated Kathleen's life, can you tell us anything about it? Has anybody listened to it? In Beckley Farm Lodge, every couple of months, we have this celebration of life, you know, to show respects, remember the residents that have moved on. And we have Chaplain Francis, who, who officiates the, the program, and I worked closely with him, so I told him one day that there's a song inspired by a resident who had passed away. We're about to remember her life. If I could sing the song, I asked George's permission if I could present the song. And this was the first time that I actually performed it in front of anyone. 
we passed the lyric sheet that way everyone can kind of have an idea what it was because it was brand new i was playing it i was focused on playing it really well because eyes was on me i was focused laser eyes on the lyrics laser eyes on the, the piano keys it went good and in the background all i heard was people crying because i guess it touched people because of what george did to kathleen like after every meal like wheeling her back to her room when he himself is on a wheelchair there's no words we've never seen anything like that like i've been in this field for 12 years i've never seen anything like that so that was the inspiration and the chaplain came up to me after celebration of life a manager came up to me a few of the staff came up to me yeah they they wish that the song would now be broadmead care broadmead cares celebration of life theme song so again with george's permission it could be it's a very nice tribute also for somebody that's passed away yes it's a true story and it's it's unique it's beckley inspired by real persons real residents living there thank you very much for sharing that with us both of you james what is your vision long-term or short-term for the music program at beckley farm lodge i'm hoping that you know we we still get support from the residents staff families managers to continue the program allow us that freedom we're a non-profit organization there's not much budget for this kind of programming we kind of incorporate things we intertwine them so out of our arts and crafts projects we've created shakers so now shakers can now from the arts and crafts projects it can now be an instrument so when you're marching you can now use those shakers while you're stomping your feet. I would like to be the advocate, or one of the advocates, because I'm only one of, I'm only a team member to an awesome activity team in Beckley Farm Lodge. How we wish we could advocate for the other communities, whether James Bay, Victoria, the whole of Canada, right? There is science behind this, you know. It's actually a cheaper investment for corporations to invest in the music program. Just like how me and George were explaining it earlier, you don't have to be a musician, you know? You don't need to be an opera singer, right? Music touches lives. Music has that magic that even everyone, like everyone in the community, everyone in the home, even the staff are being touched by the same instruments, by the same songs. So how I wish the other communities could do it too, like the way we've done it here in Beckley. Somewhere over the rainbow, it'll happen. Very true, very true. (laughs) One of our favorite songs. Anything I missed that you'd like to speak about? Uh, George, is there anything I didn't cover that... I think you've covered everything very well, Chris. Well, then I'd just like to sincerely thank you as a guest. You've been great to have in the radio studio. My pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you in the neighborhood. Another time. (laughs) Most memorial. Thank you. And James, I would also like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for making all this happen because uh, it's your energy and your interest that does that. We'll see you in the neighborhood too. Let it be known, a few weeks ago we were neighbors, but now I think there's a partnership with UVic, your radio station, and Beckley Farm Lodge. 
Thank you for giving us this opportunity. Thank you for allowing us to share our voices. And to the people that are listening to this program, thank you for lending us your ears. One love.